If you're the kind of dad whose favorite protein shake flavor is Oreo cookie and not that gluten-free crap, then this is the podcast for you. We are Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D, and we welcome you, the listener, you, the dad, to episode number nine of season five. We are going to be thrilled to welcome our guest this week, Matt Wilbur. He is the owner and operator of the Fitness Rebellion, which is a fitness system, a get-in-shape system that is designed specifically for dads. That's coming up a little later on, but right now is my awesome pleasure to introduce to you the man who helps me make the podcast that celebrates suburban dad life so celebratory. And that, of course, is Coach Randy. Coach, nice to see you for another week of Bad to the Dad podcasting. Adam D., it's so nice to be seen. Thank you so much. It's good to be here. It's a a podcast. It is a podcast, but it's uh, nice to be seen and hear you in the in the flesh, I notice you're not uh, in the in the bungalow. You're in a new place tonight. No, I am. Uh, I'm really uh, working my whole girl dad thing today. I'm in my my daughter's room. I don't have a name for it. It's usually a room I'm not allowed in. Yes. So I got a uh, special dispensation of visa. Really? Well, to record <laughs> in this room, which is the farthest away from the rest of the family, who are downstairs. Mm-hmm. It's also the quietest room. So that's. That's what we're going with. So I always have no interruptions. It's like, where in the world is Adam D? You know, like it's got a little game we can play. <laughs> my goal is to try to record from every room in my house at some point throughout the history of our podcast. I mean, we've had quite a few. I mean, you've you have Adam's, you have Aiden's room. You're in the what do we, what do we call the basement? Remember your basement that was room? The cave. The cave, yes. Uh, the cave. You know, so. Uh, and then the laundry room. <laughs> the hallway. The hallway, Aiden's gamer. I tell you, we've, yeah. we've, we've done the whole tour all within the matter of my house. Absolutely. And, I, and the den misses you deeply. The den misses you deeply. We, uh, I get my yeah, second exactly. shot tomorrow morning, uh, my second vaccination shot. So in a couple of weeks, we could be doing this live and in person from the den once again. Two weeks from then, I will be pulling up to the curb, telling you to open the garage and let me in. Let me in. Let me in. Yeah. You know who we always let into our lives every week with her oh, wonderful, not just sponsorship, but her outstanding graphic design, Ooh. web design, Ooh. and marketing? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Pick me, pick me, pick me. Mm, usually I'd want to go with somebody else, somebody who doesn't always raise their hand, but I only have you, Coach, so I'm going to pick on you. Uh, would that be Becky Berman or Berman Branding, BermanCS.com or BermanBranding.com? Is that who you're talking about? Becky Berman, the one who I use, my company, CoachRandySays.com, that has all my graphic design, my website needs, and all my social media posts? Is that who you're talking about? Yeah, that's the one. That's, that's right. the Becky Berman that I know. Yes, that's ding, 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 ding. Marvelous job. And as Coach Randy said, she's doing amazing stuff for him. Um, he has completely relaunched his business. Lunch. And he's doing you're doing you're doing workshops and and uh, well, I'm, promo- I, I, I'm promoting workshops. I'm promoting, not sure it's really happening about turning, but we are promoting. We're uh, 
we're back in the full promotion uh go promotion gig because hey it's been covid it's been covid and uh it's been been a year i mean it you'll is be back uh, out there you'll be back out in front of people before you know it and also want to welcome as i mentioned at the top of the broadcast matt wilbur of the fitness rebellion a new sponsor a new sponsor. How did you joining the brotherhood? Someone who has seen the light and wants to jump on board. How did and you finagle that, Adam D? What did you What did you promise him? The beautiful, the beauty of social media. We just find each other. Good people find each other, and you know what uh, the Fitness Rebellion is going to do? They're going to offer a special code for our listeners Ooh. if they want to take advantage of the system. And uh, we like it's special codes. System. It's designed for dads. I mean, it's, this is our demographic. So it's a it's special, really a special, special code. Uh, did you promise him that special keychain? Oh, he's going to get that special keychain. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to use him. This guy is rock solid. You should see this guy on at the Fit Rebellion at the Fit Rebellion, which is the social media handle that he uses. And uh, you see, this guy's a he's a young dad. He's got a 14 month old Matt Wilbur. He's just just really cool. And they just reached out to us and said, "Hey, can we partner? Can we help each other?" And well. You know, when you talk about Coach Randy and Adam D, yeah, helping each other, yes, is our middle names. That is right. It's Adam helping each other, D, and Coach helping each other, Randy. I love how it works. It just it just flows off the tongue. So let me tell you a little bit about my week, Coach. <laughs> as I teased, as I teased in the last episode, yes, I uh, I took teased. my daughter to Mets opening. That's right. I forgot. I forgot. Oh. I've been busy this week. So tell me, how was it? That was it, on Thursday. So they win? surreal. Uh, they won by controversy. Oh, that was a game where the uh, so, so-called hit by pitch, right? Yeah. So All it right. was very bizarre. So I'll go to that in just a bit. But um, one thing I have to say is, you know, the Mets historically do not do a lot of things well. Let's well just they got booed. Them. They got booed yesterday. They got booed. Well, listen, and one of the things they don't do well Ooh, is they win. Game three? <laughs> yeah. Um, even when they win, they don't win well because yeah. you know again the game we went to was a hit by the pitch kind of kind of result. But um, the one thing I have to say they did do very well is this whole twenty percent occupancy in the stadium thing. They did okay. that brilliantly. Their COVID protocols were spot on. So I have to tell you, when they say you got to have your vaccination card out and ready, you better have it out and ready. Did you have your vaccination card out and ready? Oh, I had it out and ready, and I got scrutinized. She's like, I can't find the, the date of the second vaccine. I said, it's right here, hon. She's <laughs> like, oh, I mean, I needed a magnifying glass. Because apparently the label got cut off. I said, trust me, I'm in right. healthcare. I got the second vaccine. Trust me, we heard that before. Trust me. Trust, yeah. Yes. <laughs> heard that Any college me. kid, trust me. <laughs> and then with my daughter, uh, my daughter, Perry, so their ruling is you have to have a COVID test, a PCR test within 72 hours. Can't be outside the 72. It's got to be within the 72. This attendant, I mean, she was looking at this thing line by line. She's like, was it 72 hours? What's the date? Did you get a negative outcome? Where's the negative? Oh, there it is. I mean, they just took their time with every form. So I got to tell you, that was good. I'm glad that yeah. they did that. When you go into the stadium, you know, you you go to your seat and there's no floating around. You, you're, you can't say, well, you know, this seat's, this seat is nice that I bought but I may want to go to that seat two rows below. A little closer up. Not going to happen. You can't. It's zip tied shut. The seat is zip tied shut? The seat is zip. They have these giant zip ties and and they've closed them shut. So you can't even open that seat if you wanted to. What if you had a pair of scissors? 
Well, if you if you're bringing scissors to a game, you're not getting into the game. <laughs> they thought of anything. They thought of everything. Oh, they thought of you, Coach. They're like, "What will Coach Randy <laughs> say to try to finagle this way into the stadium?" So they they did that right, and then even the the attendees, you know, the ushers that guide you to your to your seat, um, they're like the mask police. So if you weren't eating or drinking and you're just sitting around, and we're outside and we're easily six yeah. feet from our our nearest neighbor, yeah. You got, you got to have that mask out. Did they sell uh, New York Met masks? Did, did you buy one of New York Met you No. Know, here's my biggest complaint with this event. It's opening day. Yeah. Bad, it's bad enough that it didn't feel like a real opening day because you didn't have the crowds. You didn't yeah. have the noise. It didn't have that same buzz. Like, yeah, this I'm is opening you. day. I'm hearing it. There's 162 of these coming up, mm -hmm. and there's hope in the air. There is. I felt like I was going to a regular Mets game because it was only 20% capacity in the stadium. Yeah. So I even filled out a survey. I said, you know, it's opening day. We couldn't come to the stadium last year. Mm -hmm. These fans have been yearning to get yearning. back into the stadium. For a bunch of losers. Yearning for a bunch of losers. Yeah. I mean, I, I crossed two bridges to get here. Not one, but two. And I've spent $25 in parking. And I don't want to tell you what I paid for the tickets. You give me a little opening day tchotchke? Something. A little something. A schedule magnet? I mean, maybe, maybe a Mets mask? That'd be great, that's a great marketing play right there. You show up and you get your Mets mask. Everybody's wearing the mask. I got bupkis. No. Say it ain't nothing. so. What I got was the opportunity to spend uh, $75 for two people mm -hmm. on food. Yes. Not including the tolls, which are now up. Oh, yeah. So that was a pretty, uh, pretty dollar you spent for your daughter. But hey. That is money well spent. You know what that is? That was that was a, a run dotted in. But yeah, that is a run dotted in. Uh, and I got to tell you, I, I have to praise the Mets organization for their safety protocols because I was looking at what was happening in Texas at the Texas Rangers Stadium. It was like, <laughs> who who weren't they letting in? It's like, ah, oh, you got COVID. Well, they, they had everybody. Come on in. Come on we in. Fifty people with Ebola and and, and oh. we got lepers coming in. We're just going to bring them all in, and it's everyone's going to be on top going. of each other. It is a it's a crazy world in which we well. Good job being a good dad, Adam D. You've, uh, you pull one out. And then, of course, today you had a special day with your son. You went golfing. He's a, he's a little tournament craze going on, he's right? tournament golfer. So in New Jersey, and we're recording this on Sunday evening, it poured really throughout the state, probably throughout the Northeast. Yeah, I, when you said you were going to play golf, I was I was pretty surprised you were actually – I canceled softball. It was just too much rain. Well, that was the smart idea. So I was a little skeptical when I woke up, but I kept refreshing the – the rain update app. There's a special rain update app. And every half hour, even on the ride down, I had Aiden, my son, check it. It's like, it's still on. It's still on. And we got there and it drizzled. And as soon as we teed off, skies opened up. Yep. So you're supposed to keep score. They give you a scorecard. I <laughs> it turned to shreds. Just, <laughs> just ridiculous. So it, it didn't really, it didn't really feel like a tournament because this this you can't it's hard to play real golf in this kind of weather yes it's, it's like I, the scene in caddyshack right it's just guys trying to play the hard stuff's not going to come down for quite a while yet yes <laughs> rat and, uh, farts <laughs> <laughs> and it came down and yeah. like we're we're putting over puddles or he's putting over pommes cat you have a frog jumping out of the hole <laughs> may as well have ribbit <laughs> so i think the, the best feeling was getting into the car absolutely soaked mm -hmm. soaked like to the bone did you uh bring towels did you I brought, I brought a towel to clean off his clubs 
Well, that was a little rag. A lot, lot of good the umbrella would have done. Yes. Because, you know, we're talking nine holes of just That's you funny. know no, Noah's Ark type rain. And apparently the siren went off. You have the siren. They say it's time to come in. We're, what, we're for like lightning? Because there's lightning? There was no lightning. It was just we're ending the round because the oh. course is in such horrible shape. So you're too um, far away. To come in and, and, we're, and we're ending it. We didn't hear that. We're on the seventh hole. We're about as far away from the clubhouse as you can. That's we kept funny. playing. Yeah. So we, we finished the nine. But there is something to be said about um, being chilled to the bone, drenched to the bone, getting in you your know, car, turning that heat up I'm to the highest that, Adam D., I'm going to give you an award today. I think you have earned an award. You are the diehard dad award winner. You are the diehard dad. Opening day, <laughs> caddying for your son in the rain. I, I can't compete with that. I've got nothing. I can't compete with uh, that. I don't know, Coach. If, if driving in the torrential rain an hour away to play golf golf in a tournament where we're just, again, trying to get the feel of these things. I think there's, there's some interesting competition. Well, I was going to ask you about that because, you know, uh, what are the other parents like? What are some of the dads? I mean, Unfortunately, I. Unfortunately, we were paired up with a really, really good kid and his dad. So Tyler and Jason, if you're listening. Are they all dads? They got moms there too. Uh, or, they had some moms. Yeah. They had some moms, but it's a lot of, you know, dads and their sons. And we got paired up with a really good one. But, you know, there's this one kid, he plays every tournament in New Jersey. Like, mm -hmm. I think he likes being the celebrity of the 12, the 12 year old flight. Yeah. And, you know, here's the thing with, with Aiden and, and with the kid he played with loves golf, has a coach practices, but he doesn't practice every day. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, he's not a zealot about it because, you know, he does his track. Mm -hmm. He wants to listen to his AJR music. He wants to watch funny YouTube videos. He's a kid. He's got lots of responsibilities. This other kid that he played with, he's like flag football. And yeah, again, goofy YouTube videos, whatever they're watching on Netflix. So they like to have a life. Mm -hmm. There's this other kid who plays on the tour. His name is Aiden Two. And well, like a second hey, Aiden, you, like Aiden Two, like a number two. No, an another Aiden. But I think he spells it with an E. It, it doesn't matter. So oh, I said, I hear that you're also, another, so also Aiden. I thought also he was Aiden. an Aiden. Okay. And I, I said, also Aiden, mm -hmm. not that I really call him that. Also Aiden, you're that Aiden I see on all of the, all the tours. And he goes, yep, that's me. Again, he, this guy loves it. Yeah. And I said, he's wearing a Stanford hat. I said, is that where you're going? Do you already have a scholarship? I'm kibitzing because he's 12 years old. Mm -hmm. And he said, no, that's just where I went to golf camp this past summer. Oh. He was a kid from New Jersey, his family sending him all the way to Stanford. For golf, for golf camp. camp. And you know, this kid every day, his kid, mm -hmm. his parents probably wake him up at mm -hmm. 530 in the morning. Mm -hmm. Time to practice your putts. Yeah, you got to practice every morning, but especially at 12 and 13, you got to practice your putts. Practice. It's, it's a moment of discovery. You want to yes. get better. You yes. got to practice your putts, coach. Yep. And the more you practice, the better you get at your putts. So look, Aiden will not be that kind of kid. And that's his choice. If mm -hmm. he wants to practice every day and be really obsessive about it. I'm okay with that because mm -hmm. it would be a healthy obsession, but here's the thing I don't want to happen. Yeah. I don't want him at 15 to say, dad, I hate golf Yeah, because we pushed him and made him obsessive about it. And I think that's something that a lot of uh, dads and, and moms who have kids in competitive sports are really struggling with. Well, I've, I've coached a couple of D one golfers um, uh -huh. and I uh, coached a kid who went to IMG for golf and played there. Um, so there's a, and I've actually toured, you know, I speak, I was at the USA 
national, actually, no, the international youth uh, you were, championship. You, know, you were at U.S. Kids, yes, which US is the kids. same tournament that Aiden played yes. today. But you, and, yeah, you were at their big conference. Right? <laughs> they were serious about their golf. Uh, they were legit serious, but uh, well, at least a game that is for life. But uh, yes, I can only imagine the, the parents, and it is uh, it's the world of sports now. You know, we've got softball, we've got ninety five kids playing. My daughter was a, an incredible uh, moment with uh, my moldest. Um, she's out for the the high school softball team, trying to work on her head, not knowing what to expect. The first scrimmage, her first high school scrimmage. You know, I'm crazy dad trying to get a picture of her from my phone and she's like, no dad you know we get to the game trying to find out where she is she's starting on the jv in the circle pitching that's um, awesome and just uh, a remarkable sensation just so proud of her and her sister was there and so we decided to celebrate it's a big day and so she could choose between cheesecake or ice cream or both uh she went to cheesecake so uh, we did we did the cheesecake factory. Cheese- and, well, listen, if you're going to have cheesecake, go to the very factory where it's made. Well, I will tell you, I, for whatever it's worth, and I, I, there's only two things that are really decent at the cheesecake factory, and that is their cheesecake and their appetizers. Everything else there just stinks. They charge you. They charge your fortune. Ar- arm and a leg. It's like 27 pages of food you really don't need to eat. You know, but uh, so we celebrated uh, with, uh, and then my youngest is a big Teen Wolf fan, that TV show. That's a a show? It's not just a movie? No, it's actually a TV show, and she's been watching it. So we convinced her to watch Teen Wolf with Michael J. Fox. Yeah, she's greatly disappointed, I'm sure. (laughs) No, well, she's a kid. And for us, it's a reminder of when we were younger, but boy, was the CGI bad. And he she was said so that about the, she said that about the Michael J. Fox I, No, I was just saying, like, oh my God, it really is bad compared to what they have now. But she actually enjoyed it. We had some great family time together. Uh, and tonight they're gonna watch Titanic. Ooh, that's a big so, commitment. It's a big commitment, big thing there. So that's uh that's the the so that's why I can't compete. I'm not I do not get the diehard dad award this week. I think it goes to you, but I am I'm happy to have supported you and learned more about your week with your your kids. Uh, yep. it's, it's I, don't, good I don't think it's about die hard. You know, for me, it was just, I was in the car a lot with my kids. No, that's yeah. die hard. <laughs> Traveling up and down the parkway in a <laughs> rain. You deserve that. Well, I don't know. Well, listen, it's, it's good to, good to see Mikhail on the mound. She's starting yeah. and you know, the investments paid off between the coaching and the hours and the short-term sacrifices. Yeah. And I'm sure you're proud as a baseball and softball dad. So it, it was real exciting, real exciting. So we're going to be talking about fitness with, Matt Wilbur of the Fitness Rebellion. It's a whole fitness system for dads. Stay tuned because that's coming up right here on Bad to the Dad. We are bad to the dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. Social media, we're on it. We use it. We love it. We embrace it. We appreciate it. And you can find us on pretty much every platform with the handle at bad to the dad. That's at bad to the dad. That's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're even on LinkedIn, which of course is the 
the business networking site. So we do a little business networking at Bad to the Dad, so you can find us there. We've got the good old-fashioned website as well. That's badtothedad.com. And we're an interactive program, uh, Coach Randy and I. We like to hear from our listeners. So if you have a question for our guests, if you have a show idea or a guest idea, it's easy enough. The email is contactus at badtothedad.com. Contact us at bad to the dad.com or of course you can dm us on any of the social media outlets coach i am thrilled to welcome yet another dad into the fraternity of bad to the dad another business owner that can truly change your life we're thrilled to be welcoming matt wilbur who is the co-founder and coach of a fitness system that is designed with dads in mind it's called the fitness rebellion Matt, so glad to have you on Bad to the Dead. Thanks for making time. Yeah, well, thank you for that wonderful introduction. I can't thank you guys enough for having me on. It's just a, it's a pleasure. I mean, what more fun than we could be having? Listen, Adam, I got to tell you, yeah, um, I think he really appreciated what you did. He has no idea the BS you just said, and it was authentic gibberish, authentic gibberish. No, it was sincere gibberish, Coach. When it comes out of my <laughs> mouth, it's sincere gibberish. Out of yours, uh who knows? Who knows? And look, before we started recording, Coach, you were marveling at how young Matt looks. I can't believe I can't believe this, Matt. I mean, uh, first of all, he's head coach, all right, head coach and co-founder, all right. All right, stand corrected. Uh, you got to You got to You get that right. But <laughs> I, I want to see his driver's license. I got to make sure he's old enough to at least uh, I show it. I feel like <laughs> I mean, I, I feel I feel so old right now. Uh, I mean, I, I've been dadding now for actually, I bet you my, my oldest child is old, older than you. My oldest is 27. So I'll be 30 in May. So I got Oh my God, there's no way. There's no way you're 30. There's no way. I was going to pull up this Matt, where I was going to say you were 55, but you look like you do. And that's why the Fitness Rebellion is working. Oh my God. You should jump on it. You are legit, man. How do you, how do, you do it? What's your trick? My trick, yeah. Um, ultimately it boils down to freaking just making time. I think we all struggle with that as dads, right? Finding balance between family, fitness, business. And I mean, I won't lie guys. I freaking struggled, especially the first year we had our daughter. Like I hit a point last September where I was just like, what am I doing? Like I was completely unbalanced, just working all the time. I literally had to like, this is embarrassing to admit, but this is what I had to do. I literally had to go into my calendar and block out family time and it's dedicated family time. And it probably sounds crazy, but I was like that, I was that messed up. I was that unbalanced. And uh, it's something that I'm working on every day uh, just, just to be more present for my wife and my daughter. And it's a struggle. I'm, I'm not going to BS anybody and say it's easy. <laughs> So Matt, I think that's a that great place to start. We want to learn more about the fitness rebellion, but tell us a little bit about you. Have you always been into fitness? Yeah, so um, I got into fitness uh, right around when I, I graduated high school. I was never the in shape kid by any means. I didn't do any sports. Um, I actually played a lot of guitar, was really into music. Um, had a lot of confidence issues uh, for whatever reason. It wasn't like, I don't know, just I always had issues with how I looked, this internal dialogue going on with myself. Um, and that's when I just decided, hey, you know what? I, I want to feel better. I want to do something different. And so um, I started I started right when I graduated high school and I've been doing it, doing it since. And it's been a, an evolution and it's changed over time and whatnot. But 
um, that's, that's really where I started. Just, I wanted to feel better about myself. I was just very self-conscious all the time. Like to the point with guys, like if people were laughing in a room, I just immediately assumed they were laughing about me. <laughs> and it's ridiculous to say that, but that's how I felt back then. Yeah. It's amazing what fitness can do to kind of create that turnaround psychologically. So, uh, we're talking with Matt Wilbur, who is the co-founder and head coach of the fitness rebellion. Tell us a little bit about the fitness rebellion and what dads can expect when they sign up. Yeah. So we really use fitness and nutrition as a vehicle, um, to have a better life all the way around. Like when we founded the company, we never found it to say, Hey, we want to make a million dollars or anything like that. We founded it on the premise of like, I know what fitness and nutrition has done for me in my life. Um, just from a confidence aspect. And I mean, the, the dads that I talk to all day long on consultations, this is the common theme where Fitness got put on the back burner for a long period of time. Now they're 20, 30, maybe 40 pounds overweight. Um, their energy isn't quite what it used to be. Um, they're self-conscious going to the beach or just doing activities with the family. They're some of them are even making excuses not to, you know, play with their kids when they get home at the end of the day and the pain that they have in their voice. And I, I understand it because I, I just mentioned how unbalanced I was between like work and life and everything like that. Um, so we really use it as a vehicle and as an anchor to take immediate control of one aspect of what's a seemingly packed and can be a very crazy life. Right. Um, and start anchoring the structure and routine. That's what I always tell people when I talk to them, it's, it's all about creating structure and routine in your life. Um, more so than some fad diet or some fancy quick fix or some BS or anything like that. Um, and I liken it to like, you guys is probably a while back, but when you, when you guys had, uh, your, your kids for the first time around, like, I don't know if you guys did the diaper bag thing. I did. Like I took that on as a responsibility and I was like, my wife was getting a diaper bag. I'm like, no, wait, 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 wait. I'm just going to shoot right here. Are you mean to tell me that you think I'm that old that yeah. we did not have diaper bags? I have to understand this. No, the no. diaper bag thing. Are you saying that, we come from a generation where that just wasn't our thing that dads did not. That was like the thing. The reason why you carry the diaper bag is we initiated that protocol. So it allowed you to open the door for you to be the king of the diaper bag. Fair, fair enough. But I, I mean, I know some dads that like my age group, they don't like, they don't take involvement in that side of things. It's just like, Hey, let the wife handle the diaper bag. Like that's their thing. And, I don't know. It was one of those things for me that I like, I, I was adamant. Like I wanted to get it set up properly. I went out, I bought everything. I've got it packed with like their snacks, my snacks. Like, wait, you're, say, wait you're saying that your generation, there's, there's dads that don't step up and do diaper duty. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. There are, there are some that, uh, that is shame. I, 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 I expect better Adam B. Don't you? Do, this do younger you just generation? put that sport utility stroller together? Cause they're getting a lot more complicated now, right? Oh, you need to be an engineer now to figure out how to open those things. All right. So it's so I, I have to say our stroller wasn't bad, but some of the stuff that we had to put together was absolutely ridiculous. I was, I was definitely like, <laughs> if, if I drank, that would have been the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do they still have this thing called the diaper genie? Yes. Yep. So they still have the diaper genie. Oh my God. The diaper genie. That was, I think it was new when I was dadding and it was like one big diaper sausage. Yeah. That's, that's the thing that's is accurate. coach coach thought that it would just magically disappear. You still had to get rid of the diaper. Yeah, no, it just, they it, went it, into the diaper I kept trying to flush it down and more and more, push it more. I could, one more down there. And that was my workout every week. It's just trying to force it. 
So Sweet Viper Genie. Yeah, you got to be careful. You try and squish too many of them in there, then like the bag rips, then you're really it's in It is a hot mess. Well, I, I'm glad to hear that you stepped up as a dad to take on that responsibility seriously. That is, that's prime, that's prime uh, responsibility for dads. Uh, but, you know, you talk about dads and I think use a euphemism, right? You talk about have less energy. Let's talk about, we're talking about ED. We're talking about erectile dysfunction is what you're talking about, right? You know, that, that, this, this, he'll, he'll go there at least once a show yeah. just to make sure that we're paying attention. And uh, <laughs> coach, you'll be happy to know we're paying attention. <laughs> I just want to make sure that you were talking really low energy. You, you got your usually, waste reference in. But so. it's always about low testosterone erectile dysfunction or maybe men of a certain age coach well certainly not somebody like matt wilbur (laughs) (laughs) but we're talking about dad bods we're talking about this whole thing that life all of a sudden hits you and it's not what you thought it was supposed to be it's you all of a sudden boom you're a dad you got family you've got whatever it is and all of a sudden it's not going out and hanging out in college parties it's not going out and just being free you now serious responsibilities Right. So I'm curious to know, given what you do, what's your take on the dad bod and the fat around the dad bod? So, I mean, my take is it's 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 two things. One, it's lack of proper education and two, it's lack of prioritizing yourself. I think I mean, I I talk to a lot of guys and the common theme is like I feel guilty taking time for myself. And uh, me personally, I have a I have a big issue with that because I just look at it this way. If I don't feel good about myself, if I don't have energy, if I'm not taking care of myself, I am not present for my wife and daughter. And I can, I can directly say that from like when I mentioned like the September of last year when I was working all the time, I was completely unbalanced. So I would come and I'd spend time with them, but I wasn't present. That's all that stuff's always in the back of your mind. It's no different when your body is the issue. Like for me, it was my business and getting organized there. Um, For a lot of guys, it's the fitness aspect of things. And that's how I see it. So Matt, do you have a lot of dads that come up and say, you know, Matt, the system sounds great. I'm a busy guy. I got work. I got family. I've got 50 unwanted pounds. Make it go away. And they expect some sort of miracle. So I, I think most of the people we get are pretty good because we like we even call our, our consultations a, a a no BS strategy call where we're very direct in, in how we approach things that this is not going to be a gimmick. This is not going to be a quick fix type of thing. So that's, I think that's more on the rare side, but what does happen fairly often is, Oh, that sounds good. I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> and I think a lot of guys have been saying that for a lot of, and we, we all do it, right. It's just part of just being a, being a dad, being a human, I'll do it tomorrow. And then it doesn't get done. And it's, maybe it's not that bad right now. Maybe it's just like, Oh, I've got an extra five pounds. It'd be nice if I you know felt a little bit better, but then it just, it gets worse and it gets worse because we ignore it and we, we downplay what's really going on and how we really feel. And I think really it's, it's just lying to ourselves at times. And I was lying to myself back in September when I thought I was like super, you know, on point with everything and I couldn't be more balanced. Like it was just a bunch of BS. Like I was lying to myself. I could be better. And I've been really striving to be personally better and be a leader um, in that aspect. And it's different issues for me than it might be for some other guys, but I really try and just be very open about my struggles as a dad and a husband and a father, a business owner, all that kind of stuff. So I got a quick question. You're, I love the openness, what you're sharing, and and the struggles of being a dad. Why call it the fitness rebellion? I mean, what what are you rebelling against then? So it's a rebellion against the BS and the gimmicks and the quick fixes. And 
I mean, the number of dads that I talked to that have done like the Advocare, done the keto, done intermittent fasting, done all this stuff or searching Google. And it's just a big confusing mess. And some of it's a steaming pile of bull crap. Um, that's, that's what we're taking a stand against. Um, that is one of the things that infuriates me the most. I see people posting all the time, take this pill or take this or take that. And listen, like we're all dads here. We know being a dad is hard work. It's no different with your fitness, but we need a simple and straightforward way that we can integrate it into our life and actually make it stick. Have you found Matt that, uh, in COVID times you've gotten more clients that people put on the true COVID 19. Yeah. So we definitely like our business grew by 170% last year. And that wasn't like a, just because we happened to be an online coaching company, like it was a hustle and it was a grind. Um, and a lot of, <clears throat> in the beginning of that, a lot of people were scared and a lot of uncertainty. So we had to really work around that and say, Hey, like if any time was the best time to really look at what's going on with your health and your body now is the time, because if you look at who's more susceptible to COVID-19, um, people with pre-existing health conditions, right. And then people who are, aren't healthy and out of shape. So then you give us a lot of insight into why you do with rebellion and fitness and your own personal take. You've got a little one. I mean, a little, you know, 14 month old. First of all, uh, congratulations. Uh, it's a daughter. Yep. Layla. I'm just giving you a heads up. All right. They grow fast, but little baby girls turn into teenage daughters very quickly. So <laughs> with, with social media accounts, <laughs> with social media, Snapchat, just preparing you, right? So whatever, you, so whatever you think, I, I can just tell you right now, the baby magic smell of bath, embrace that smell, right? Because that's not going to last that long. Uh, and so because of that, what do you, you know, tell me about your family. What do you do as a dad with your family when you're not busy uh, marketing, working so hard? So we're, we like to be pretty active and just get out. I mean, today was... So Sunday's Sunday's March family day, uh, but obviously hopped on for this podcast. So we uh, we went out, um, played with bubbles, went for a walk, went to the park, um, and we went for a drive. We're looking at houses and whatnot right now. So during uh, Layla's nap time, we threw her in the car because she was already falling asleep. Went for a drive. Um, so really, it's mainly it's just trying to get out, be active with them. Um, that's that's the stuff where like she's old enough where now where she's a little nuts. She's running around. She's in that mode. So. We try to take her out as much as possible. Sometimes it's just, you know, chill time playing. Like we, we made this crazy cardboard house or whatnot. So it's really just aiming to be as present as possible with them. Enjoy the moments because it's one thing I've heard from you guys and over and over again, that it goes fast. Um, and I'm just trying to enjoy every minute of it and just be as present as possible. So, I mean, we're not fancy people by any means. We just, we just like to spend quality time together and get out and do things. Is Layla near you when you're doing your work? I mean, is she kind of present as you're launching this business? So she was, I actually, so this is my apartment building and I have a separate office. Um, it got to a point where as much as I loved her interruptions, it was very, very difficult to like, if I was on a consultation or to get work done. And it was like that, that was an internal struggle as well as like, cause like me here, I'm feeling guilty. Like, Oh, like I'm trying to get a separate space so I can work. And it's like, Oh, I'm like, it felt like I was trying to get away from my daughter, which wasn't, it was just like, there was no, right. There's no barrier when you work at home and you don't have like a, so I gave up my office to be that be her room so that she had a dedicated room. And then we had a little nook, but there's no door and it's right next to the kitchen. So it was just like every 15 minutes, I got this cute little face running in and I love it, but trying to be productive at work, it wasn't really happening. And then I 
I was stuck in this weird middle ground where like I was always working and I was always dadding and it, it's just like I wasn't doing a good job at either one of them. Mm. So so I got two questions. One, tell me about your sleep. You get any sleep there, Matt? <laughs> so our our daughter Layla, she sleeps pretty well for the most part. I I'll have to talk to her then. You deserve to be woken up in the middle of the night. She's been she's she's been getting some more of the the, the molars and stuff in, so it's been a little bit rougher lately. But uh, I mean, me personally, I, I only sleep six hours a night. I typically get up at 3.50 a.m. every day so that I can get a lot of things done for myself and for the business before they get up. And then I'll typically have breakfast with them and then kind of bounce. You, know, Wait, you get up at 3.50? Yep. Not 4, not 3.30, not even 3.45. Well, you got to hit but, the snooze bar in case you want to sleep in. Then you wake up at 4. But 3.50. 350. So I'm, I'm a little bit quirky when it comes to time and uh, time efficiency and management. So I was getting up at four, but it found, I found like to go to the bathroom and just grab a couple things and get to the office. Like I was burning up 10 minutes. And so I was getting to the office at like 410. And then like my whole schedule got put back. And so at that extra 10 minutes just gives me like a little bit of time to like pull things together, uh, half asleep and then get to work, uh, get to the things I need to do at 4am. Okay, um, that leads me to my next question. We have a section on our, uh, I have to try that. I don't think I'm gonna get up at 3.50, but maybe I'll get up at uh, 6.50. See the bigger question is, when do you go to bed? <laughs> he said yeah. six hours, so. Yeah, so that would be plus or minus root, plus one, divide by two. So you're in bed by what, nine o'clock? Yep, right around then. Yep. Yeah, uh, perfect napping time because that's when your daughter's asleep. Very yeah. smart, very smart. Uh, so we have a section here called dad vice. Do you want me to go? No, no, no. And so I thought Adam D was going to jump in sometimes. Uh, no, so no, I, you, you teed it up. So I thought you had, you were doing this big preamble to try to explain what dad vice was. to I was, like, I, was sitting, I was on the edge of my seat. You know, that we've only been doing this for five seasons. So you think by now we would have had this thing nailed down. It's like, all right, it's coach Randy's turn to talk about dad vice. I'm going to step away. We're but pros. Clearly on Zoom, the, you know, the chemistry, the synapses aren't firing. We are. Uh, we are we're professionals here. This rebellion here. So we're professionals. Coach, you take it home. So we have a thing called dad advice, advice for dads. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, given your expertise and your wonderful 30 years of being on this earth and being the dad of a 14 month old, what kind of dad advice do you have for our listeners? Um, so I would, I would hinge it on two key points, balance and honesty. Um, I think a lot of us get unbalanced in one area of our life, right? And that pulls down every area. So for me, it was work, right? That pulled down every area of my life. And I wasn't being honest with myself about what was really going on. Like it wasn't that bad, but in reality it was, I could have been much, much better. So I think structuring time so that we can be efficient and have balance between, you know, our work, our family life, um, our, our time for ourselves, right? If you don't have those things. And then um, if you're spiritual, like time for, for God, if that's, that's what you're into, like, I think those core areas, we need balance in all of those to really have a good life and be the, the dads that we need to be. So that, that would be the main thing. And then just being honest, like if something is an issue, right? Don't sweep it under the rug. Don't say, ah, you know, I'll get to it tomorrow. Like it's, like, no, it needs to be fixed and addressed now. Um, and I'm guilty of that. But those would be the like the, the two big things that stand out for me right now. All right. Honesty and balance. And, you know, I, I heard advice like don't don't lie to your kid when when they're growing up, you know, 
try to make it as uh, as as rough and tumble as possible. So when those bad times happen, when they get older, they're going to be used to it. It's not to say you go to your kid, hey, you know, you suck at baseball, but something like that. And you could say you could be better. So that's all in the delivery. And I'm sure you've mastered that quite well. Our guest has been Matt Wilbur, the co-founder and head coach of the Fitness Rebellion. Matt is now a new partner of Bad to the Dad, and he's got a special offer for our listeners, our dads who are listening to Bad to the Dad. Matt, you want to give us a little more detail? Yeah, absolutely. So um, if you're struggling with your health and fitness and you know that it's, it's impacting how you show up as a dad and how you show up for yourself, um, we're doing a 15% discount for anybody that comes through from um, the Bad to the Dad podcast. So you can go to thefitnessrebellion.com um, slash book call, and then just enter in uh, the code bad to the dad. And, um, we'll make sure that we get you that discount. It's a simple conversation with me to figure out if I can actually help you. If not, at the very least, we'll get you some insight and some things you can start doing. So it's really like, like you don't have anything to lose. I'm a pretty normal guy as you probably found out. <laughs> and it's thefitnessrebellion.com. Yes. You gotta make sure you have the, the there. Yeah, yeah, the fitness rebellion, right? The, the <laughs> fitness rebellion, like the Ohio State University. Exactly, exactly. All right, thefitnessrebellion.com. Matt Wilbur, of course, the co-founder and head coach. Matt learned a lot, had a lot of fun. It was great having you on Bad to the Dad. Best of luck with everything. And listeners, please take advantage of this great offer in the code Bad to the Dad. Thank you so much, Adam. Thank you so much, Coach Randy. I really appreciate you guys having me on. Man, it's been fun. Like We got to do this again. We will definitely do this again, Matt. We're going to have you have you back on, uh, especially as your daughter gets a little older. I want to see uh, that transformation looks like. Yeah, and we're talking about our second, so we're going to have <laughs> talking about your second, or is there one in the oven? Uh, not one in the oven yet. We're talking about it and uh, kind of starting to plan. Well, no one, no you. one will consult with you better than Coach Randy about how to. Let me tell you, make the you. second one. All right, so I've got I've got a total of four. Practice. Perfect practice makes perfect. So I encourage you, keep practicing and tell your wife, we have to practice. Coach Randy says the more we practice, the better we get. Doesn't even have to be perfect. Hey, Doesn't gonna, have to be perfect. Uh, Coach Randy? Yes. Very specific orders for me that, right now. That, I'm just telling you, that's what you have to do. You, 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 the more you practice, the greater chances and the better you get. And Matt, this is sage advice from a very fertile man. <laughs> Matt Wilbur again on Bad to the Dad, he of the Fitness Rebellion. Again, thanks so much. Thank you, guys. We are Bad to the Dad. Download us wherever you find podcasts. are bad to the dad with coach randy and adam d remember we are brought to you by berman branding that's becky berman bermanbranding.com for the best in graphic design web design marketing plan she's even working with coach randy on his business coach randy says and she's doing a phenomenal job and of course we want to welcome our newest partner to the bad to the dad family and that's the guy you just heard that's matt wilbur the co-founder and head coach of the fitness rebellion and if you want to find out more about the Fitness Rebellion, go to thefitnessrebellion.com 
or visit his social media platforms, which is The Fit Rebellion, The Fit Rebellion. And again, that's at The Fit Rebellion. And uh, just outstanding to have him as a partner. It's great that he's got this kind of focused program for dads. And he recognizes that dads, coach, are pretty, pretty busy people. You know, what's, what's really funny is he talked about the difficulties of being a dad. Yeah. Right. And I think as a young dad as he is, it makes him, it makes sense for him to think that. But you and I both know as old dads, we, we know who has it really hard. We knew who has the toughest job in the world. We always say world's toughest job. We've been saying this since episode one, season mm-hmm. one. Yep. World's toughest job is mom. Yep. Okay. Second is guy who cleans the Verrazano Bridge. Yeah. Coal miners. Coal mine. <laughs> Then it's law enforcement, first responders. No, I can tell you nurses are in the top 10 now. He said it with such conviction mm-hmm. as if he really knew, like, oh, my gosh, this is the hardest job in the world. And he was so proud that he was carrying that diaper bag. He was owning the diaper bag. And I want to say, ah, oh, young Padawan, the force is strong in you. But <laughs> but you have to pay the respect to the hardest job in the world, and that's mom. Listen, my my biggest job as a family man, I was an Uber driver before there was even Uber. <laughs> Sometimes in my credit cards lift, but yes. But I got to yeah, but I was, I was I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, I forgot what being a young dad at thirty looks like. I mean, I, I that he's young. I mean, and he and I couldn't tell if he was cut like like you had said. Oh, he's cut. If you, you listen, go to thefitnessrebellion.com yeah. or go to at the fit rebellion, and you'll see that. Uh, Matt is no joke. Listen, you have, I have so much respect and credit for someone who has just opened up right away, talking about some of the challenges. This is what I did. I want to help people. You know, I don't make a million dollars. It'd be nice if you make a million dollars. I want to make a million dollars. I've made a million dollars over the course of my life, of course, just not in a particular year. No, not um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that major windfall, you know. You need- oh, but uh, to be able to have a newborn at 30, open up a business, uh, it is, I think that gets me excited um, for the future, for the generation. They're, they're millennials. He's a millennial. And this is not someone who's clearly defined by uh, a sense of entitlement. He is going out there to make it happen and to help dads. Uh, I was surprised. Really, he's putting his reps in and he's skipping his breaks. You know, and waking up. 3, 3.50 a.m. I, I, I got to tell you something. I love what I do. I'm not getting up at 3.50 a.m. Uh, I'm just, I'm, I'll just put it out there for you, Adam. Do would you? Three fifty is about when I'm falling asleep. <laughs> I'm, I'm just lucky, hit, you know. I'm just hitting, three hours. I'm just hitting REM. <laughs> but he's a great guy, and uh, we're looking forward to working with him again, uh, Matt Wilbur from the Fitness Rebellion. And remember that code. Remember, you go to the website. Bad to the dad is the code you want to put in to get the fifteen percent discount. It's going to give you a good and honest consultation. So. Um, we're going to talk with listeners who have been signing up, see if we can get them on and see what kind of transformations they've been going through. Now it's time to talk about the next episode, which is, I, I have to actually stop and think about it. Episode 10 of season, season five, episode five. 10. Adam D, the time flies, it goes. Uh, we're nearing the end of a, another fantastic season. Uh, for those who have been listening to us, we had a last minute change of guests out of nowhere. In comes Matt Wilbur, 
I mean, how do you do it? How do you find it? Unbelievable. Saves the day. I can't wait to see who we have coming next for episode 10. So we've got my old buddy, John DiCepolo. And some of our listeners, especially in the New York area or Seattle or South Florida, may know the name John DiCepolo or Albany. Um, The reason why I mention these cities is he was kind of a a journeyman news and sportscaster. Um, In the New York area, he was the lead sportscaster on Fox in the early to mid-2000s. Uh, extremely talented guy. Um, and his voice, as I've heard from other fans, is extremely satisfying. So you're going you're gonna to love hearing him. But he tired of the TV business. You know, we, we've heard from Thad Brown. Yep. And we heard from Jonah Kaplan. Correct. We had on last season yep. that it is, yeah, it's a young man's game, but it's not for everybody. And it's a crazy, crazy business. Sure. So he decided to pivot, do a bit of a dad pivot. Mm-hmm. And approach a different kind of business. Got mm-hmm. two young two young boys, he's married, mm-hmm. living in South Florida, wanted to try something different. So he is parlaying all of that charisma and all of that public speaking talent in a role in sales and a very worthwhile sales role. He is working for a security company that develops technology to avoid school shootings or institutional shootings. Well, I guess it, it, it stems from the Parkland shooting He's from Florida down in, uh, in uh, down what yes. happened down in Parkland, Florida. Um, good. I can't wait. Another great guest. I mean, we you just keep throwing them out. It's like, I don't know how you do it. So, Coach, as I look back on the last nine episodes, yes. you know, we've had these yes. induction meetings, right? We always yes. ask ourselves, did thank you. Did we did we do enough for the listener? Did we provide we? enough variety? Did we educate? Did we make them think? Did we, did make we entertain? Them laugh? Do we entertain? Did we enter- Are you entertained? Are you entertained? Well, you I can tell you, Coach, every week I am entertained just by spending this time with you, ah. spending this time with our guests. Ah, stop it. Stop it, would you? Now, I can't stop because we're rolling. We're rolling. So <laughs> next week will be episode 10. It's going to be John DiCepolo, former news and sportscaster, now in sales with a very, very important business. We are bad to the dad. Dads, have a great week. 